the fact that, again, we're doing the work in the environment where you can notice the change. So many of my public speaking clients still have the same issue as they're sitting in an empty space by themselves looking at a webcam. But you know what? Again, you didn't have to come to my office to recreate the issue. We can affect the change now in the environment where you want to notice these results. And because of that, True statement. I have found we can notice the result even faster. You know your business can change people's lives, but you don't yet have the right words to inspire them to take action. Imagine the changes you will create in your business as you tap into the secrets of ethical influence and positive persuasion to not only better serve your clients, but also to supercharge your financial freedom. I'm your host, Jason Lynette, and welcome to the Hypnotic Language Hacks podcast. I help entrepreneurs and business owners just like you to close more premium sales. And no, this isn't about tricking or manipulating people, not at all. It's about helping your prospects to appropriately sell themselves into your products or services. Please hit subscribe and get all the episodes now at jasonlinette.com. So hey, before we get started for this week's episode, let me kick things off with a simple formula for influence. And this is a formula modeled out of hypnotic language patterns, though in many cases, you're going to find this to be true in so many different businesses and so many different modes of communication. If something is explained in advance, it's education. That's how the mind hears it when something is explained in advance. But then again, when something is explained after the fact, no matter how well you do that, part of the brain hears that as an excuse. So in terms of hypnotic language patterns inside of this program, Hypnotic Language Hacks, so often we're getting into the ideas of not just framing, but also pre-framing. How do we implant the right ideas at the right time, even before we get into our core content? Now, that's going to be massively helpful in terms of this week's episode, because let's call it out. We're about a year to the date later in terms of when it got real all around the world, when the coronavirus pandemic forced a lot of businesses to close their doors and many businesses had to figure out ways to pivot what they do online. And here we are about a year later, about a year later, and let's just say this this way, some places in the world are doing better than other places in the world. We'll just leave it at that for right now. Yet, as we look inside of it, the sort of long-term effect is the nature that we have proven a long-term viability for a lot of online work. Things that previously were thought to have only been effective face-to-face, -face, which are now just as effective, and as a preview, if not a little bit more with the right framing because of the online work. So it's where over time, over time, we're going to see some level of live interactive stuff gradually begin to come back. And we haven't used this phrase enough in the last year as a new normal officially settles back in. That being said, we have proven a long-term viability in terms of so many different modes of work in different industries to completely pivot or as much as possible pivot to online. So as a preview of everything we're about to talk about in this week's episode, and sometimes I will get into specifics of languaging here, which as always, this is episode number 24. And as this podcast releases, you can always head over to jasonlinette.com forward slash the number 24. We always publish a transcript of the actual session. In fact, if you want, we actually are currently live streaming this episode about a week in advance on Facebook Live. So you can even watch the video recording of this over there on the YouTube link over there too. That's jasonlinette.com 
forward slash 24. Though inside of this week's episode, I'm going to share with you specific examples that I've either workshopped or experienced from all different industries, everything from accountants to even personal trainers to therapists. And wait till you hear the stories of the contractor and even the home inspector. Now, granted, those are going to be businesses that could not go 100% online, but you're going to hear how their sort of four-hour workweek mentality, the sort of admin, the business interaction part of what they do, which they're still doing on purpose because you really do want the contractor there in your home doing the actual work, yet the administrative, the estimates, and all of that are now working 100% online. So, Keep this in mind before we launch into the episode here. The only limitation to what I'm about to share with you is really your own imagination. And plus, on top of that, I'm going to peel back the curtain on one of the biggest changes that I'm in the process of making to my own business. So here we go. This is episode number 24 of Hypnotic Language Hacks. Take your business 100% online. Before we get started today, if you want to easily grab people's attention, naturally build authority, and organically have your prospects wanting more from you, even before you've made an offer, I've created a step-by-step -step program to help you to do just that. It's called Business Influence Systems. And this is your opportunity now to visit jasonlinette.com to get a free behind-the-scenes tour of the exact hypnotic persuasion strategies that you can ethically use to better start up or scale up your business. If you want a proven framework to boost your confidence, attract premium clients, and inspire more people to take action with you, get Business Influence Systems now at jasonlinette.com. So let's kick this off once again in terms of take your business 100% online with a bit of an opening segment on, I'd call it transparency, but then again, this is a theme I've been talking about already for quite some time here. And for the sake of explaining this, if you're jumping into this program brand new, let me rewind part of my story back that I kind of got my start professionally as a hypnotist when I was going to college and I saw someone do one of those stage hypnosis programs and I just found it to be fascinating and then learned as much as I could. It really didn't take official shape though until I was living in downtown Baltimore. And at the time I was either going to schools and doing a motivational program, which for a fun fact, eventually I started to do the same program for corporate audiences. For an even more fun fact, it was the exact same program that I used to do in the schools. We just changed the music. Exact same program. <laughs> but it's where over time, I was then working with clients one-to-one, -one, representing myself as a hypnotist, as a hypnotherapist in terms of personal change, which as I was living in Baltimore, being that it was a major metropolitan city, and even though at the time I was mostly either an intern or a equity stage manager working in regional theater, it was kind of the normal thing back then to just go to someone else's home, which in most cases were someone's apartment in that part of Baltimore. So because that was a part of the world where just that was a norm, similar to different parts of like New York City, perhaps, that's where eventually, you know, I was either going to schools or other people's homes or apartments. And then eventually, that's when I moved to Virginia, November of 2009, I opened up Virginia Hypnosis, kind of had my first official brick and mortar location of my own. And even right now, I am standing in the third real physical brick and mortar location that is Virginia Hypnosis. Or may I say it now, was Virginia Hypnosis. 
Because after about 12 years and kind of looking around and, you know, the nature of, again, the coronavirus pandemic, which is something that we're still very much in the midst of, even as of right now, about a year later, in terms of it officially first, unfortunately, kicking off, uh, we're still inside of it. And that's where, to kind of fast forward the story, as we got around to March of 2020, and to put it into proper storytelling form, that's when they then sent the kids home early from school one day. And here I am recording right now in January of 2021, and they have yet to go back. So as we look at this situation at that point in time, in terms of the business that I was running, Already at that point, by way of a program that I offer called Work Smart Hypnosis, which different training programs inside of that, I'll say this, at around March of 2020, at that point, around 60-70% of my business was already online. So the mindset of being what we would call future-proofed in terms of that specific time frame is kind of where I already was at that point, which then what it took was a dash of creativity. There was an appropriate week or two where the phone didn't ring because suddenly what the heck is going on? And then business then came back as it was. But then again, at that point, we had executive orders in the state of Virginia. I'm sorry, the Commonwealth of Virginia. We're in that time frame. Everything had to be happening online. And, and true story, um, if you do a search online, if you go to the show notes, jasonlinette.com forward slash 24, we'll, we'll link to this video which was that I did a video a while ago about how, as I built out this office that I'm now standing in right now, I wanted to have a dedicated production space always set up. That it used to be the game of I wanted to do video, I'd have to go set up the lights, set up the cameras, make sure everything was balanced, put up the microphones. But the idea was let me find a space with an extra room and that's where my computer will be. And what we rigged was the setup where now I've got my computer, I've got extra lighting that pivots in front of it, I've got my microphone, and anytime I wanted to live stream or go online, it was ready to go. So I mentioned this because already the mindset of the online production, so by nature of that, again, we were kind of ready for everything that was going on. Now, to catch it up, though, part of the industry that I also speak to, people who are professional hypnotists, there is a rush of panic in that world, because there were some that had never done the work online. And the other podcast that I host, Work Smart Hypnosis, for the first time ever, we went out twice a week, where I was sharing tutorials, how to take your business online, and then twice a week for about two months, highlighting other people who also did a lot of their work online. And I'll tell you, it was so rewarding to get the feedback from many people. I've got hundreds of emails now saying, you saved my business. You showed me. I mean, it's where back about eight or nine years ago, I had a group that wanted me to be the poster child face of the fact that online work is bad. And I refuse to say that. So what this required to happen, though, was to take that remaining 30% and bring that part of the audience into the online world, too. And this was the story I was setting up earlier. I put out a video about how to create your own studio in your own office. And it's a full shopping guide if you're curious to see how I did that. We'll link to that over on the show notes. I bring this up because the very first one-to-one -one client who filled out my form on my website and scheduled time with me, basically she mentioned, she goes, hypnotherapy, she goes, I want to quit smoking on my 84th birthday. And at that point, it's March of 2020 and I'm in my head going, I'm going to have to tell this woman we can't meet until July. Huh. Yeah, because we thought this would be brief. No, 
I, I was concerned that I was going to have to delay her. And as soon as we connect, true story, she had a better tech setup than I did, which was so funny because she explained, oh, I used to FaceTime with my great grandkids, but I can't save those videos. So I got myself a Zoom account and a better webcam. That way I can record the videos and show my friends. Great granny had a better tech setup than I did. So it kind of caught me up to the times that this used to be the sort of minority of the work that I would do. Now, at that point, I'd already been hosting classes online. I'd already been seeing clients all around the world, thanks to the massive digital footprint. So, so take note of that, by the way, as part of the formula inside of everything I'm talking about this week, that as much as you have that digital footprint, blog posts, a podcast, videos on a YouTube channel, going on other people's podcast as well. That becomes that roadmap where people can more likely find you. Those are those incredible seeds that you have planted that make it even easier to take your business all around the world. And it's where over time, we were eventually executive orders were released, added back in, released once again. And we were doing, I was doing some things in person. Uh, I did one live training of two live trainings of my own, uh, taking a group that used to be about 15 to 18 people, locking it off at just like six or seven, given the size of the classroom. Um, I've not yet publicly talked about this, but we hosted a in-person event uh, right when there was a crackdown that you could not have large events over 25 people. And we had 44 people signed up for this event. Now, this was actually at a hotel venue, and they were amazing because they went, oh, here's what we can do. Uh, we can give you the ballroom, and we can put a wall down three quarters of the room. We can have your presenter stand on the front of the room and teach to two rooms of 22. We've already run this by the health department. They're okay with it. To, to which we, of course, asked, do we have any other options? And they said, yes, you can cancel your event. So we did it. It was weird, but we pulled it off. So I bring this up because even in terms of seeing one-to-one -one clients, the adventures of masks and social distancing, I will say we were able to make it work. I will very comfortably tell you I was not and am not enjoying it. So kind of looking around, this is where the story begins personal, and we're going to bring it around full circle into methods that you can use to expand your online reach of your business. And even so, probably take a lot of what you do and pivot that also online. My wife and I got to talking. We were on a road trip down to visit my parents after lovingly getting uh, nose swabbed all the way up to our brains. You know that test. And being that everyone was in the clear, family members with some you know very serious health concerns in terms of why we wanted to be extra safe on that, the idea then came about to go, you know what? We've been talking about moving. What if instead of selling our home and buying right away in Northern Virginia, what if instead of doing that, we sold our house and put the money into a savings account and then maybe moved somewhere else for a couple of months. We're kind of rocking out the whole social distancing thing at home. And we got a little frustrated with the virtual school system. So we've been homeschooling our kids actually ever since March of 2020. So looking at the opportunity to do a full homeschool, and yes, it takes a village, my mother-in-law doing math, my father-in-law doing science by way of online Zoom. So they are getting virtual schooling, but we know the teachers quite well. They're my wife's parents. So the story goes, what if we sell our home and then basically do the social distancing, or as my friend Karen Hans says, physical distancing, from a different location that's nicer. 
And so we've visited Daytona Beach a number of times and we thought, why not down there? Did a search on Airbnb. Hey, here's a whole house we can rent like a block off the beach. And it's about the same price our mortgage was up in Northern Virginia. Done. So that was draft one of the plan. Draft number two is we then confirmed that booking, set it up for those three months from like March 1st until July 15th, though over time, the conversation began to morph. What if we just stay down there? And that's where we are right now. At the time of recording this, I'm recording it's Thursday, January 21st before the uh, next week, Wednesday release the following week. And actually just about 10 minutes before I turned on the recording, our house officially went on the market. And the plan as of now, just to catch all of you up, is that we are closing down the Virginia Hypnosis Office and the whole family's moving down to Florida. Now we're going to be in Daytona Beach renting for a couple of months and our target in terms of an area, this is probably going to date itself in terms of the story here, our target area is Seminole County. It's just north of Orlando. It's a little bit more inland and above sea level hurricanes. Uh, so, and the schools there are phenomenal from our research. So that's where we're going to be shopping around in no specific city yet, though it's kind of funny. What is it? Winter Park, Florida keeps reminding you that's where Mr. Rogers went to school. Hey, just for that alone, good to be in the neighborhood. Am I right? So in the course of this, here's a business that's been running now for about a dozen years, which already was, let's say about 60, let's round it up 70% online. And this is where it became a bit more of a conversation to look at what would have to happen to pull this off. For a lot of it, not much. However, it was that decision, and that's what's inspiring this week's episode about taking your business 100% online, because that's what I'm doing. The decision was to open up a new form of the business, same name, <laughs> that was now 100% online. I'm not going to be renting an office. And instead, that's the only option in terms of doing this. And I'll give you a side note to this. And, and this could be heard as a negative if you listen in the wrong context. But when you hear it from the right perspective, this is either the ultimate praise, the ultimate pat on the back, or the ultimate measurement of a good instructor. A good training course should not be the students sitting at the feet of the master pointing up and saying, look how good they are. It's instead when it's, look how great we are. Look what we've all accomplished together. Because I'll say it, uh, living down in Florida, having a business, one of the businesses is named Virginia Hypnosis. Oh dear. So I will say this though, winning the local Google search is a whole lot easier than winning the global search. And I sent an offer out. I sent an offer out to many of my students. One version went to everybody. One version went to about five or six people, which was to say, here is this 10 plus year old asset that's at the top of every local Google search. This is not asking for an offer yet, but who wants to open up a conversation about possibly buying the business and buying the website? It's where, for the sake of those that are curious, I am the Jason Lynette Group LLC, which is the group of Jason Lynette's businesses. There's only one of me, though it seems there's more given the amount of stuff that we often do. We, outsourcers, team. So the opportunity was out there to go, who wants it? And I got several responses. You taught me how to build my own thing so well, I don't need it. And yes, it would have been great to get the big check. I'll call that out myself. But I'll say long-term, I'm even happier to hear that feedback. So here's what we're doing. We're going to take that local website, make a few updates to it to keep it around for about a year because, well, it's mine. 
And as long as there's transparency, remember how we opened this episode? Anything explained in advance is education. Anything explained after the fact is an excuse. Where very clearly on that site, it's going to say all services have moved online. Which let's take here a moment, though, and talk about this. And I'll give you my specific phrasing, which is part of what I released to the industry that I'm also in a number of months ago and why I got all those letters saying, thank you so much, you saved my business. Framing is everything. Pre-framing is even more everything. And I know that's not grammatically correct, but let's go with it for a moment. So the question would be in terms of one-to-one services. Now, I'll start first of all in terms of the context of myself working as a hypnotist one-to-one with clients. But then stick with me here because, again, I'm going to share some examples from accountants, from contractors to home inspectors to personal trainers, people who I've seen over the last year pivot so much of what they do online. And the consistent feedback is, now that I can do this, this is all I want to do. So my goal this week is to give you some of the strategies, some of the actionable contexts in terms of linguistic patterns, words and phrases that you can put into use. These are some of the things that I share inside of the program Business Influence Systems, which if you simply check out now.jasonlinette.com, that'll bring you over. As soon as you're on that page, click the button to get the on-demand video. It'll give you a method you can plug into use right away to produce videos for your business that'll have people wanting more from you even before you make an offer. So in the sh- in the shape of what I do, Framing hypnosis online, which that's traditionally a come into my office, let's do this work here in this same room and breathe the same air and sit close to each other, which we're not doing that these days now, are we? So it turns out, I'm turning on uh, performance mode now, by the way, it turns out after having done work with clients online for so many years, personally, I found that the process of sessions online can be just as effective, if not even more effective, for some rather interesting reasons. First of all, once the actual hypnotic process begins, you close your eyes and you listen to me. So if you think about it, once your eyes are closed and you're listening to me, it really doesn't matter whether we're in the same room or not. It's the same process. The second thing is that over the years, I have seen several thousand clients. Thousands of people have traveled locally or even globally to come in. I got a phone call a while ago. This is a couple of years ago. And and this may sound impressive to say she flew from the Virgin Islands to come work with me. Well, actually, she was the bridesmaid at her best friend's wedding, and her best friend quit smoking with me many years ago, and it became, hey, do you still know that hypno guy? Which is the official title, mind you. (laughs) Do you still know that hypno guy? Yeah. Can I fly in early? She goes, I'll set it up. So yes, a client flew in from that far away. Though I've had people travel and add this to part of their journey from Dubai, from Vancouver, British Columbia, from all over the world, from Pakistan. So the ability that now people don't have to travel, which which, as you think about it, let me sidebar for a moment. Uh, We've been playing the game of, uh, you know, going on YouTube and playing the risk management game of going, what should you know if you're moving to Florida? Remember I said Seminole County? little bit more inland, slightly above sea level. Uh, For the most part, by the time the big storms hit there, category one, not as bad. Uh, We have also learned the specific years you want to look for houses to have been built that are all built to that hurricane code. Yeah. So looking at, again, how we get into that shape of the online work, uh, we keep seeing, yeah, but the traffic around Orlando is really bad. 
shut up. I'm in the Washington, D.C. metro area. <laughs> We've actually brought that up to an agent we talked to down there, a realtor. And he's like, oh, the traffic. Oh, wait, you're, you're around D.C. Yeah, never mind. It's fine here. Thanks. But think about that for a moment. If you were to come work with me in person, in that situation, what would be the situation where you'd have to drive through this hideous traffic? You'd have to then deal with the frustration of sitting in this traffic. You then have to sit in my office and basically role play and pretend the problem. When meanwhile, if you think about it, the change never occurred in my office. Really. And if you do searches online, you'll see hundreds of reviews for the work that I've done over the years. Uh, I've been selling off furniture on Craigslist and Facebook Marketplace. And I'm doing everything cashless, contactless. And I actually do this. I go, just do a search online for Jason Lynette reviews. I can't afford to screw over strangers on the internet. And somehow that works for they all to go, oh, yeah, sure, fine. It's just transparency. But think about this, though. That room over there, change never occurred in the room. No, the change never happened in that physical space. No, the change occurred in your head. So you know what? Wherever you've got your head, we can do the work. As a side note, my friend Howard Cooper in the UK, that's modeled after one of his lines, give credit where it's due. The third part, and this is the one that I found to be the most interesting. The third and most interesting aspect to this is, again, you'd have to come to my office and role play the issue. When the fact that we're now meeting online means, and those of you that have been inside of business influence systems, you already know this is a complex equivalence. The fact that, the fact that we can do the work in the environment where you already are means that we can actually address the changes even faster. So even I'm surprised, even I'm surprised that here we are, it's January 2021. I am seeing just as many people privately, seeing just as many people for public speaking fears. You know, it's not the same issue that we're standing in front of 3,000 people with the mega, you know, screens behind us. It's people in their homes. Uh, I'm at least wearing jeans today. Then again, Garth Brooks just wore jeans to the presidential inauguration, which is not the opening lyric to Friends in Low Places. Blame it all on my roots. I showed up in boots. He was wearing boots, and it was a black tie affair. That aside, the fact that, again, we're doing the work in the environment where you can notice the change. So many of my public speaking clients still have the same issue as they're sitting in an empty space by themselves looking at a webcam. But you know what? Again, you didn't have to come to my office to recreate the issue. We can affect the change now in the environment where you want to notice these results. And because of that, true statement, I have found we can notice the result even faster. We have the opportunity to test even sooner. You weren't emotionally eating in my office. You weren't smoking a pack a day in my room. If you were, I'd make you pay the cleaning bill. <laughs> no, you were doing that in your own home. So now we can affect the change in the environment where you want to notice these results, which these are the things that I say. And these are the things that I've taught my hypnosis community to use as well. Let's start to expand this out because again, the only limitation here is your own imagination. This whole theme of taking your business online. I switched accountants a number of years ago, and this might be part of the story as to why. My previous one would make a big deal around how, uh, when do you want to come over to Fairfax and we can sit down and we can look at the numbers together? To which the honest response was, well, you had me start to pay for QuickBooks online and we both can log in together and see the same stuff. And fun fact again, Northern Virginia traffic, Fairfax is only five miles from my home. It's 45 minutes if you're lucky. Oh, but the traffic is bad in Orlando. Yeah, 
try me. <laughs> so eventually, even with her, we were doing the work online. As I eventually pivoted over and hired someone else, you know, the fact that he was already doing it online, I'm like, oh, thank you. Good. Great people. But again, let's be more efficient inside of it. One of the favorite things for me, whether it's people inside of the Business Influence Accelerator program, whether it's the private clients who have gone through Virginia Hypnosis or whatever name that morphs into, we're probably just going to fold that into the Work Smart Hypnosis brand just because that's where most people are finding it now. So, so take note of this as a quick, again, another side note. I'm not getting rid of anything that I do. It's simply adaptation. I bring this up because here was one of my first clients that I was working with online. He's a government contractor working out of Washington, D.C., or as it is, uh, the office was up in Reston, Virginia, which is not Washington, D.C. at all, but it's the same metro area. This was one of those people. He goes, I've been lobbying for years to at least let me work at home one day a week. And they said the same thing to him that uh, was said to my wife when she was working at a company in D.C. years ago. Oh, you're welcome to work at home. We're just not going to pay you for it. That's kind of a crap thing to say to people. And as my client put it, he goes, now that I've been working online, I have saved a PDF screenshot of every email from my immediate supervisor praising me as to how much more productive I am that I'm not coming into the office. And he goes, and as soon as we're back to normal, yeah, about that. As soon as we're back to normal, I'll give them a few days in the office and then I'm going to give them an ultimatum. Well, as the sort of lockdown orders were released and things were kind of opened up and they're in a big physical space where they can do the distancing thing, uh, eventually he did give that. And now he is working 100% online and only for regular meetings does he have to come in. But even now he was the one showing them uh, based on actually the video that I put out to my hypnosis community. I was like, you know what? Um, you're not the audience for this, but watch it. It's the same content. Uh, we'll actually link to this over in the show notes at jasonlinat.com forward slash 24 uh, for this episode. I had him watch that video and he goes, I'm going to teach my staff. I'm going to teach the entire division how to do these meetings on Zoom. So much that we can do interactively now. I I'm laughing because we were at a conference in Las Vegas. And this is at the time in February of 2020 where this was just an anecdote of something that other countries were having to deal with. And we were inappropriately making some jokes around how we walked through a parking lot one time and here's like a you know rubber glove that's just laying on the floor, which in Las Vegas, don't touch that thing. <laughs> and it was that moment of you see that, that's how you get coronavirus. Um, so at that point, again, it was more of an anecdote in the news. I saw a comedian the week before and it was just kind of like a punchline and now, bam, it was all around. I, I bring this up. Because I'm laughing because my vendor room table at this event was in the hallway and there was a real estate meeting nearby. And I wish I got this guy's information because he kept coming out of the big meeting with like 100 people, checking his phone, walking to a corner frantically, making a call, coming back, sitting back down. And I caught that moment of his eye contact to go, hey, another meeting that could have been an email, right? You know, locker, you know, kind of the uh, water uh, cooler talk. <laughs> and uh, he goes, yeah. It's like, I wish I kept up with that guy because I'm sure that meeting is not happening now. So the accountant, the nature that so many people are tracking their finances through online platforms like QuickBooks, QuickBooks Pro Online and so forth. Yes, they have competitors. That's the one that I use. Uh, the one that stood out to me, though, 
I had a client who was a home inspector, which uh, this home inspector wasn't seeing me for home inspecting help, though eventually he did join one of my programs and we did some work in terms of his marketing. It's a very crowded marketplace. So now he's no longer a commodity by using some of the linguistic patterns that I teach inside of the program, Business Influence Systems. He was funny, though, because he goes, you know what? I love people. I love interacting. And I love the problem solving aspect of being a home inspector. He goes, even better, I love to see how I can go into a space and I can find specific things that need to be addressed. And then part of my job is then to also sometimes come back and validate that the people selling the home have actually done the repairs as needed. And he goes, I just love the before and after. He goes, I love that. He goes, and as much as I love that, don't talk to me when I'm doing my job. <laughs> he goes, and there's actually rules about this where he goes, you don't want to have the couple following you around going, whoa, what's this? What's that? And he goes, here's the premise. Anything explained in advance is education. Anything explained after the fact is an excuse. In his introduction to people as a home inspector now, he goes, I do things a little bit differently than others, which is a phrase I gave him. I've used that for years, which gives you a lot of permission to pull off some awesome stuff. A uh, good friend is a hypnotist over in Australia. His name is Lance Baker, and I've modified one of his statements for personal change work. Hey, do I have your permission for things to get appropriately weird as long as it works? There's an icebreaker. <laughs> so he kind of uses something of that nature. Hey, is it okay if I do things a little bit differently to give you a better service? He asks that question. This is the home inspector now. He asks that question to get the foot in the door. Because by saying, do I have your permission to explain I do things a bit differently to give you a better service? Always he gets a yes, which means he's now allowed to suggest something different. You know, my kids, he, he kicks off of the story sweeps people into the experience. You know, my kids for Christmas a few years ago got me one of those GoPro cameras, like the ones that, that my kids are skateboarders and they like to do skateboarding stunts wearing the cameras. And they got it for me, which I'm convinced they bought the wrong model and just gave me the extra one as a gift. And it, uh, it, it sat on the shelf um, for a little too long. But then he goes, I realized for my work in terms of doing these home inspections, I got a helmet. Stick with me here. He goes, I got a helmet and I strapped the GoPro to it. I put a little better microphone on it as well. And now I do your home inspection and I narrate the entire thing. This way you don't have to chase me down after the fact to get follow-up questions answered. So I'm going to basically record your entire home inspection and as soon as I'm home, I use the platform Vimeo. I recommended that one to him. He goes, I'm going to upload it to Vimeo as a private video. This way you can look for it. Also, by the way, I'm taking notes and I'm timestamping the things that I'm finding. This way, if there's an issue with, you know, this thing outside or this thing in the basement, you can timestamp from the report to the video and you can see exactly what I'm looking at. This way, here's another framing statement. This way, if you have a concern about something, you don't have to get permission to go back into the property you're about to buy. You can look at it from the comfort of your own home or phone. Sound good? The moment he lands that one, he doesn't have competition. Because at least until the time of this recording, I don't know anyone else is doing that, but I bet a lot of people are going to share that little strategy around. Similar to that, a contractor, one contractor that I worked with, all of a sudden I had several 
who design outdoor spaces, which were a little bit more relaxed in outdoor areas. And one of them is doing the same thing in terms of making recommendations of sort of revamping both the landscaping and outdoor entertainment spaces. And it's where so often he actually is now connecting with people, I'll pick up mine, and they're doing a FaceTime video or a Zoom video together. And he's going, walk me around the space and tell me what you want. I'm recording this so I can review it later. And without making that drive, without dealing with that you know, issue in terms of safety and close proximity, he's able to give a validated estimate in advance. Let's keep this going. I've got a couple of personal trainers who have joined the Business Influence Systems Community Program, and it's where inside of that, here they are, where yes, they can do the one-to-one, -one, but you know what? Here's the sort of final point that brings this all together here. For anything that you do, if you're gonna take it online, is it going to be the same process? And the answer officially is no. It can't be. It really can't be the exact same thing because clearly you're delivering it in a different platform. Can you get the same result? That, I would argue, is where our influence skills really come into play. So it's where inside of this dialogue here so far, you've heard me drop phrases such as what we call a complex equivalence, the ability to let one thing become the meaning of something else the abilities of framing and storytelling and drawing out a specific emotional mindset, fascination and curiosity. These are the things that we cover inside of Business Influence Systems. Check it out now.jasonlinette.com. So this final example with the personal trainer, can it be the same? Well, no, because they're not meeting in the big box gym. I will say that uh, <laughs> I've been taking safety concerns appropriately, but at the same time, some relaxed in terms of who we're around and other people we interact with. But at the same time, too, I was going to my gym as soon as it opened back up. They've got big signs saying, now open and now really clean. And yet the trash was not taken out for three days running and uh, the hand sanitizers were all empty. And I went, I'm out and started to do more of a you know body weight exercise thing at home. So clearly we don't have necessarily the same equipment. However, here's one people, one person going through the program that he mostly works with people with kettlebells. And it became the hook of how one piece of exercise equipment can now give you a full body workout. Another one, using items you likely already have in your own home or using one, one technique, one asset you always have with you no matter where you are gravity. <laughs> He's doing bodyweight exercises. The amazing thing, though, is the ability that now, and this is one of the things I live by, a hybrid approach to learning, a hybrid approach to change, a hybrid approach to consulting. So I won't work with somebody in terms of my consulting programs unless they're also getting access to whatever of my online communities and programs are going to help them. Here's someone who recently, he's a hypnotist. He's looking at going from hobby to full time. And we had to include inside of that some of the programs I give to that community. Why? Well, first of all, yes, it's more value added inside of that offering. Yet more importantly, it's that ability to say, now I can give you specific tasks. Hey, you said this was your goal. Go watch this series of videos and then start working on those concepts. That way, when we meet, you're not having to pay me to teach you stuff you've already got on video. This way, we can use your time even more valuably to work specifically on your business goals. 
rather than just educate you on stuff that I've already got in digital format. Someone who's working through my accelerator program now. Okay, so here's the formula for high ticket sales on the phone. I want you to kind of review and workshop that. And the next time we meet, you know the better objections that people face inside of your business. So send those to me and we'll kind of role play the process several times over to really boost your confidence in terms of doing that. This is that hybrid approach where really the equation becomes, are you picking this up already? We can deliver an even better quality experience by duplicating ourselves, by making use of media, by having this ability to go above and beyond the real-time online component to make use of online trainings, online videos, which let me give everybody a strategy you could do today, no matter what your business is. Record a video with your phone or your computer, upload it to YouTube as an unlisted video, and ask yourself, what are the most common questions that people have when they first start working with you? If it's explained in advance, it's education. If it's explained after the fact, it's an excuse. And I wonder just how much of a higher quality you're going to find that you're able to share with people by realizing that this unfortunate gift of how so much of the world has now gone online means you're actually prepared to provide an even better value to the people you work with. And even so, an even better opportunity, depending on the industry that you're in, because yes, my contractor probably isn't flying out to Dubai to do work. They probably have different laws and codes in terms of that. Probably isn't traveling to Vancouver, British Columbia, as people have come in for me. Yet notice again, his live real-time component. We just had the floors redone in our home before it went on the market. And even our contractor going, he goes, I used to think it was so important for me to walk inside and like physically interact with the space. And I'm realizing my teams that I send out as a contractor are getting the jobs done faster without me around. Turns out I was the most expensive part of my business, he playfully said. So ask yourself, what if you could do things even better? What if you could increase the reach of what you do? What if you could put the right words in the right order to inspire people to take action? That's how you can take your business, if not fully, perhaps fully 100% online. Get out there, make it happen, and let me know how it works for you. Hop inside. We've got a private community in terms of uh, Facebook uh, that you can interact with. Go to the show notes, jasonlinette.com forward slash 24, and let us know what you're up to. It's also where, for those of you inside of Business Influence Systems, giving you the frameworks to get out there and make it happen even faster. Increase your reach. Make it rain. Thanks for listening. You have been listening to the Hypnotic Language Hacks podcast with Jason Lynette. Please stop everything and start exploring jasonlinette.com for even more business influence and persuasion resources. Make it a priority right now to subscribe to this program and listen to every episode because the next one may reveal that one hypnotic influence secret to massively scale your success. Change your words, change your business, change your life. Get even more at jasonlinette.com.